Welcome everybody. This is How to English with Gav and Em. Hi Em. Hi Gav. So I thought we should mention a topic that everybody's talking about at the moment, which is about racism in ELT, English Learning, Teaching, TEFL and stuff like that. Mm. I thought that we should mention that we fully support the fight against discrimination. Yes. And we think that all forms of prejudice should be challenged, whether it's racist, sexism, uh, homophobia, and it's every teacher's role to object to any inappropriate behaviour from other teachers. Mm, I agree. Or students. Yeah. And also to support anyone who might be mistreated as a result of ELT, like Absolutely. learning. And this isn't a new debate, is it? I think this has been going on in ELT for quite a while. Yeah. Maybe the recent events has made it more, um, I don't know, made it come to the surface and yeah. be talked about more, which it's really important that we talk about it. And yep. We're not scared to talk about it as Definitely much not. as it's hard, I think, sometimes to comment on situations and things that are very hard to um, understand or mm -hmm. that maybe we haven't experienced mm -hmm. ourselves. And I think we should also bring up the point um, that's also being discussed that this kind of RP pronunciation, mm -hmm. the way that that's pushed... What's RP? Received pronunciation. Is that the way um, the Queen speaks? I guess, yeah. Okay. And I often say to students, well, you know, the Queen is... The Queen of England does. ...is um, quite a specific person and not many people speak like that. It's a small group of people yeah, that speak like that. But yeah. it is a very difficult subject because if you look in a dictionary or most uh, English textbooks that learners use, there is a sort of universal pronunciation that is taught. And Yeah, at the back of the book there is, yeah, you know, this sound phonemic, is, um, and this word should be pronounced this way. Yeah, so it's like, it's a hard topic again because it's, you know, bringing up dialect, it's bringing up accent. Accent, yeah. um, and do you try and tell your students all the different variations of how to say something or do yeah. you just stick to your own pronunciation? I try and just make students aware that, you know, there's an American pronunciation which is very different from British pronunciation, mm -hmm. but that's a very narrow spectrum as well, isn't yeah. it? You know, it's always in some way discriminating against someone mm -hmm. when you're not including their pronunciation. But, you know, we have it's, got to just somehow teach it, I guess. It's a struggle. I, I agree. So, so you do ch try to cover American or British when you're teaching. That's what you sort of focus on. Yeah, I think if the word has got two distinct um, ways of pronouncing, like aluminum and aluminium, then I think it's quite relevant. Um, but if, you know, if it's just a very small difference, probably wouldn't bother. Um, okay, because I, I do try and analyse my own teaching, and I think I'm a lot stricter with my students, and maybe I need to relax that a bit more, because as I think we mentioned in a previous episode, I say interesting, which is three sounds, and I do encourage my students to say there is three sounds, but as you would probably point out in American English, there may be four sounds. Yeah, I don't tend to push that one really okay if so I've, I've heard it somewhere pronounced the way the student is saying it 
then I'll leave it. I mean, that maybe I I just pick up on the things that just sound wrong in any language or any any accent. Okay. Those are the things I would correct because it's distracting. So, but I I do tend to encourage students to have a uniformity. So really try to use American English or use British English or mm, Australian, Canadian, Indian, as, whichever. I don't know. I think that's really hard to, to hard to maintain and also hard to actually um, pinpoint because we learn so much from so many people mm-hmm. and I think students are in a position where they could have 10 English teachers or more in their lives. Mm-hmm. And so to say it has to be consistent... I think is impossible. And okay, that's a really good point. Maybe that's something I need to think about. But I know when we talk about exams, I think you're supposed to pick whether you're... Are you? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I think I remember learning that students have to use either American or British right. spellings, for example. Ooh, okay, that one might need so to I just... change. I would say they need to change <laughs> the rules on that. We're really, like, we're mixed up it's a, now. It's a global language. Totally, that's the point yeah. of English. You know, it's it's this lingua franca that we're, we're teaching. And I don't think you can say, well, it has to be this way. Yeah. Or it should even, even should be this way. I don't think there is this sort of should aspect to it. I think it's just be understandable be clear and who cares if you pronounce this word in an American way and this word in a British way to be honest I probably do the same now okay yeah we probably all do you're right even in in Britain we've got how many different accents yeah and they're all slightly different definitely and it's not even pronunciation it's words it's vocabulary you know I I say I'm gonna see a movie tonight it's not like I think I had a student once tell me that his teacher who was from London told him not to say movie (laughs) because it wasn't British English okay and he looked at me to sort of ask what I thought and I said you say what you want you know if you want to say movie say movie if you want to say film say film but I say movie so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know who is this person who's telling you you can't say that word and that's why I think we need to be careful with what we say responsibility of the teacher it's the students do listen to us it's it's a yeah it's a responsibility and it's a role that we need to yeah fully understand I think we have got a very active role in this and we need to really think about it because as we know not doing something is sometimes worse you know or it's just as bad as doing something and we're we're, but we're the way we teach is act is we're very active teachers we're choosing materials we're choosing the books or we're going online and choosing articles we're selecting them in a way that yeah. will either reflect our interests, reflect the interests interests of the students. Mm. So it's like you say, it's it's we're not just it's not just happening. We're mm. we're choosing everything. This. Yeah, everything is there. Sort of in a, if you, if you want to get very deep about it, yeah, it is sort of our personality and our beliefs and our ideas that mm. we are transferring. Yeah, it's not literally just this is the language. No. Or it's not for me anyway. And we've already discussed our teaching method. Has, language has a lot of identity and our identities will be pushed onto that, I guess. Yeah. And as I said, um, we're kind of, we are pushing something and inevitably it's going to have meaning. Exactly. And we need to be more aware of what, what it is that we're sharing with yeah. our students. And even from that first day when you walk into a, a teaching environment and you go into the lesson and the students say to you maybe oh I'm so glad you're from London or I'm so glad you're an English person it's your job as a teacher to just say what what are you talking about like look at them like 
why you know why is that an, an important thing so you know those things from day one it's just this teacher this time you know yeah. whatever I'm always very much like just pushing have as many teachers as you can from as many places that's yeah. the best thing to do I agree well and when you experience racism in the class as a teacher you know when you have an open discussion yeah. and a student will say something it's not a matter of just embarrassingly laughing or you know trying to or make a joke it. out of it or ignoring it you've got to just stop that person and just say you can't talk like that in here yeah. you know I that is you not acceptable to, you have to challenge them and you have to ask them what it is they believe and, and why you know it does take courage yeah. to stand up against someone and call them out and well not literally say you're a racist you can't say that or that's sexist or whatever but you have to make it clear you're not gonna con tribute to that or you know can't condone that sort of behavior. yeah condone it um so that's it really i think that that's what all we can do as teachers is mm. just to stop it if it's happening in the classroom you know just try and keep it neutral yeah um don't encourage it no but then and, uh, and recognize it recognize well. it be aware of it and probably probably don't be so scared about it coming up in in the lesson i'm I, I, like i said i'm always quite anxious when i see the conversation is turning in the direction i think oh god this is going to get really mm. uh, a bit dodgy yeah so but yeah I, I suppose face it and find ways of dealing with it yeah mm. okay good so we covered teachers mm-hmm. we sort of we didn't really talk much about the curriculum, but when I was saying like the English books that are out there, I think some of the ones I'm I'm familiar with maybe are not very representative of other groups. No. And as I said, it maybe it's from it's the teacher's responsibility to find things that give a broader reflection of life yeah. and, and of people. Not not just a narrow view. And we talked about accents mm. and kind of expectations of students. Yeah. What they think a teacher should be. Yeah. Okay. okay. Is that it? I guess so. Okay. I can't think of anything else. No. Okay. But um so we're just giving our support. Yeah. Alright. I think teachers reps teachers representatives are quite good for that and not every school has that. So that's quite hard, you know, from a just an employee point of view, if you feel that there's an issue. Because some schools don't even have HR departments or any yeah. of that. So it's like you have to go up against the management if you feel there's something unfair or that's not equal for everyone. Yeah. And that's hard. So I think if you've got um, colleagues or other people who can sort of rally with you, mm. if there's something that's unfair, then, you know, that helps to have a bit of support. Yeah, definitely. Talk to people. Yeah, because I think if you're feeling that way, then a lot of people probably do this, feel the same way. Yeah. So it's better if you just discuss it, I think. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Em. Mm, thanks, Gav. Speak to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.